Welcome to Talking Shift. This is where we take the woo-woo out of your awakening process. We're gonna get real on what the ascension is. I'm Diamond No, I'm your host. I'm a generational psychic, I'm a starseed, I'm a master manifester, I'm an ascension advisor. I've been teaching the science behind your awakening process for over 20 years now. We teach it across this globe. We're gonna talk about healing, we're gonna talk about sex, we're gonna talk about money, we're gonna talk about relationships, we're gonna talk about the relationship with your body, your soul, your emotions, your inner child. And we're gonna do everything in our power to help you shift into your highest timeline. Well, hey, welcome back to Talking Shift. I am really excited about the conversation we're gonna be having today. We are diving into self-love and I have with me one of my up and coming mentors, my soul sister, my bestie right now. Well, I have many besties, but you're one of them, babes. So I've got with me Robin Green today. How are you, baby? Hey girl, I'm so good. I'm so excited to finally be doing this with you. It's, it's I know. like so exciting. Yeah. It's been a little bit in the making. So for those of you that don't know, one of the services that we have here is I support souls in launching into soul purpose. It's something we've done very quietly because I am so selective about who I put into the world. Um, and so we run this, we run two of them a year. Um, there will be another one coming up in January, but anyway, Robin's been going through this journey with me for quite some time. When I met you, when we connected for the first time, oh, let me, in my words, I'm going to describe you exuberant, passionate. I've had the honor too of meeting you in person, like spending physical time with you, even though we're on opposite sides of the country, but unfiltered passion, the biggest hype man you will ever have in your life. Like honest to F it's amazing. Intuitive, powerful, full of worth and owning your voice and your boundaries and such a trailblazer for the souls looking to embody that skill set. But then also in your physical presence, you're like this wild child in one hand and in the other hand, the most nurturing, nurturing soul that I have ever experienced. So I'm so in love with you and I'm so glad that you're here for this conversation. Yay, us. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. That was, you know, that was, you know, when they talk about pivotal moments in your life, meeting you and that time we got to share together, that was like, oh, yeah, it was, it was like incredible. one of the pivotal moments in my life. It was amazing. Amazing. It was amazing. We went on this adventure uh, for those of you that are following us on TikTok. So my TikTok is diamond.no and yours is unstoppable dreamer, correct? Yeah. 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 So, Robin Green are unstoppable dreamer. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you can go to our website. Robin's bio is being put up this week. So you're going to see it there with her lovely face. Um, but literally go to our TikTok and find the adventures that we had. <laughs> we went to British Columbia, Canada together and went on this, like, how much fear can we conquer? Right? Mm. Like how much fear mm. can we conquer? And we got into the situation where impulsively, okay, so the night before, uh, in my defense, in my own lake, this was a great decision diamond. There was some vodka involved. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, do you want to go bungee jumping? And she's like, um, yeah. no, no, I do not. And I was like, well, what can we do? So there's this incredible um, park in Golden, BC where there's this massive swing that goes. So it feels like bungee jumping, but it's just this massive swing that goes over this canyon cliff thingy. I don't know. 
it was intense. I thought I was going to faint standing before we actually dropped. And the amount of people we had surrounding us and participating in our excitement and, you know, really being like, these women are incredible. They're terrified, yeah. but they're incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and we received so much love. And I think that's, you know, one of the beautiful things about our personal journeys is we've really gone through the mud of how do I own myself? You know, like we've both had some uncomfortable trauma in the past and both had this space where we felt really small and our voice didn't matter. And what were boundaries and how do I honor myself and how do I fall in love with my meat? Like the meat suit on my body. How do I fall in love with my aging process? How do, how do I do this? And we both have gone through the depths. We've walked through the mud. We've come out the other end and we're going to share our stories today. But the reason I'm saying all of that is because it was evident, you know, here's these two women. I want to use the term middle-aged, but not quite. We're not going to go there. <laughs> Getting close to middle-aged. <laughs> yeah. And we're singing and we're vibing and we're high vibe and we're owning our voice and we're having the time of our lives just in waiting to take our turn on this massive swing, which felt like a death trap, but it wasn't. And people congregated around us mm. and honored it and celebrated our experience alongside us, which was just incredible. Yeah. And so that's one of the beautiful things about when you cross the line, when you get to, when you cross that bridge of owning your worth and owning your, your self-worth and your self-love and your voice and all those things, the whole world reacts to you very differently. And mm -hmm. that's, I know, one of your biggest passions in bringing mm -hmm. that to the world, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's amazing when, when you can actually get the reflection back in a mirror of the only thing holding you back is you. And what is fear? And, and, and all the spots and places in our life that it is controlling us. And then when you when you do something like we just experienced together and come out of it at the end and laughing and tears falling and, and crying with joy because we actually did it. We look at it and go, that wasn't even that fearful. Mm -hmm. What were we mm -hmm. afraid of? You no, know, those, those beautiful moments. And mm -hmm. just the people celebrating us was like, mm -hmm. it was by far like uh, the best experience ever. It was incredible. And I think it's really, I feel that it's really reflective mm -hmm. to the journey of self-worth mm -hmm. as well, right? So I love how it goes hand yep. in hand. So yep. before we dive into our story, there is some really exciting news for us. So I want you to, when you find this podcast, I want you to go to diamondno.com and sign up for the newsletter because there is a phenomenal, phenomenal program coming out that is going to be a, a it's going to start as a virtual retreat with Robin. The program's called Becoming Unbreakable, Confidence, Worth, and Power, right? Mm -hmm. And I know you are as excited about this coming to the world as I am. Absolutely. Yeah. Just through this next group of girls that's going to join me on this journey is like, it's phenomenal. Like the, mm -hmm. the, the tips and the tools of, you know, learning your worth owning yourself, you know, changing your story, becoming who you are, owning your voice. It's mm -hmm. like all those things that we went through 
Mm-hmm. Didn't know we were going through them, but went through them, grew through them, learned through them the hard way most times. Mm-hmm. And now we can share that with the most amazing women in the world so that they don't have to go through those tough times. They don't have to yeah. endure what we had to do, right? Like, it's, yeah. I'm so, I'm so excited. I know you are. I'm really excited as well. And I know you've shared with mm-hmm. me that you've had a couple of meditations where you've seen a few sisters already arrive in that group. So we know who you are and we're waiting for you. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say that we know who you are. Yeah, we're waiting. We're waiting. So that's coming up really soon. (laughs) All right, let's dive into like, without talking for hours and hours, because I know we both can on this topic. (laughs) So what I want to do is, sort of share the experiences that we've both had where, you know, what we've moving through the self-love journey, it's not, it doesn't feel easy. I'm going to put it like that. Mm. It doesn't feel easy. Mm -hmm. And what I want to share with the people who are listening, the souls that are alongside with us here. Okay. So I know what it's like. I'm going to share my little bit of experience and Mm. What's really interesting about this is for my journey, I didn't get to fast track it. I didn't get to be like, someone tell me. The only inspiration I had, I kid you not, was Biff Naked. She has a song Mm -hmm. called I Love Myself Today. And I Mm -hmm. got to meet her and hang out with her and share this story. And I was it was in my teens when that song came out. And I was like, whoa, wait, we're allowed to love ourselves? Like that's an option. Like, I didn't even know. I didn't even know. And then I went on that long, grueling journey of not quite arriving and then trying and desperately trying. I'll share some of the funny things I attempted. And then I started figuring out one tool at a time and perfecting it and honoring it and then putting test groups together because this is work for everybody else until I mastered it. And then I was able to help other people master it. And I remember when you and I were talking, you were like, when did you arrive at self-love? And I was like, I couldn't even tell you. It's Mm. just this unfolding. And one day you're standing there and you have not a single fuck to give. Mm -hmm. You're like, yeah, I'm over that. Like, I'm fucking awesome. I love myself. I'm beautiful. I'm radiant. I'm powerful. Right. And so you get to morph yourself into whoever, whatever that version is for you. There's Mm -hmm. no be all end all. Mm -hmm. And honestly, there's no end to it either. Like those that know me, you've seen me strut. It's not a joke. Like those that know me are like, your self-love is so high that it's like borderline egotistical. And I was like, "Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want that. And I want that for every other human that I meet where you're still humble, but you know, you know, don't touch this. Don't even look at this. Like I have a t-shirt, one of our t-shirts in the t-shirt line is like, I don't do basic. I'm not basic and neither are you, right? So starting my journey, and then I'm going to drill you all on your journey. Started my journey um, being bullied. My first bully was my actual mother picking on me, telling me I was overweight and I was excessively underweight. Um, Bullied me to no end, got bullied on the schoolyard, dog shit put in my hair, pulled around by my ponytail, ridiculed for being too skinny, for being too weird, too awkward, beaten down, abused, a lot of trauma and abuse in my life, obviously. 
I think the biggest impact for me was the sexual abuse that I received from, you know, a very, from one of the women in my life without labeling her. Um, and really being pushed aside and damned and downed. And then I remember as a teenager, I blossomed one day, like literally over the summer. It was like, I went from nerd, McNerd, which I still have and I love it, to breasts, ass, and like swag. And I was like, whoa, wait, it's my boobs and my ass that, get, that are my identity. So then I use my body as my identity. Worst thing you can do, your body is not your identity, it is your experience. And I thought my, my physical beauty was it. And so that navigated me and I owned it. And then in my early twenties, started working out, but obsessed with keeping my weight on the tiny side. And then early twenties, mid twenties, super disharmony in my body and gained an excessive amount of weight. And I plummeted. I was dating a person at that time who ridiculed my body. And I had many experiences of that. So when I finally hit my heaviest, I was like, I'm just going to put on a string bikini and see what happens. Like how bad can the judgment be? Right. And desperately aching. I remember always wearing black, adjusting my t-shirt so that my belly wouldn't show. Um, not wanting to go out in public, not wanting to go to social events, unless I had something that was cleavage oriented. Like if my breasts were demonstrated, they're not looking at anything else. Um, trying to own my worth. And when I got really, really unwell, when I experienced a, the worst heightened state of disharmony in my body, my hair had to go mm -hmm. due to some of the complications I was going through. And I was excessively overweight. And that's when I fell apart. I had the darkest night of the soul over who am I even? Like, what is my identity? And then slowly that started to transform for me. And there's so many tools on understanding where that subconscious space, I'm not the story I was told. I'm not the abuse that was bestowed upon me. I am not worthless. I am not unheard. I'm not unvalued. I was just aligning with what I knew, not what I was deserving of. Mm. And then I had this really beautiful situation where I had the honor, the luxury, the luxury to move to Central America. And, you know, I think I was about 200 pounds then and I'm five, two-ish. So that wasn't, that was, that was heavy for my frame. And I just lived in a bikini and I didn't care. And I didn't do makeup. I didn't do my hair, never wore a bra, never wore shoes. And it was in that freedom that I was like, oh, until I moved back to Canada and in Canada, like, you know, we're in a culture where if you're not wearing makeup, are you tired? you know, and like, should you be eating that? And so it's like this weird adaptation when I move back of like, I actually don't care what anybody thinks. Like, I still think I'm radiant and beautiful. Like, when did this happen? How did this happen? And then what I loved is like, the more you and I've dived into this, I was like, holy shit, that's what did it. Oh my God, light bulb moment. That's what did it. Like, I didn't even recognize it was happening. It just happened. And so I love when you and I sit and we talk about these things and, you know, formulating your program. And it was like, this is what did it. Like, there's all my light bulbs. <laughs> like, oh my mm -hmm. God. So like, I fully resonate with that broken, wounded, scared, fragile, small woman who literally couldn't say shit if her mouth was full of it. I had an abusive husband 
and I was, I would just tiptoe around him. I didn't, I like now, hell no, hell mm-hmm. no. I'm so badass. No, 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 no. That's my favorite word. No. Right. Mm-hmm. So where did your journey start? And were you aware of that? Like, oh my God, I'm here. I made it. You know, it's quite beautiful because I was just thinking about my journey. Like we've got, we have so many similarities throughout our lives that we've gone through with uh, sexual abuse at a young age. And then just the different experiences that we've had. And I'm trying to think of when my journey began and it, I, I know it's grade 12, well, grade 13, because I failed one class. So I had to go back for one class. So I called it grade 13, but like, I think of throughout my life, you know, um, the traumatic experience when I was young. So I was kind of opposite of you. I, I didn't want boobs. I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to show anything. I didn't want to be a girl. And, and I made up the story in my head that my dad wanted three boys instead of two boys and a girl. So I played every sport I could. I tried to fit in in different places. I wore baggy clothes all the time because I didn't want any of my parts to show because in my mind, that was my fault that that happened, even though I was only five, six years old. And so in grade 13, uh, I've had to have short hair all my life. I had a strict father, but it was a loving father, but strict father. And I did have a good upbringing, which also differs from yours. But most of my school pictures were short hair. And in grade 13, I was like, Mm-mm, I'm doing it my way now. So that was actually the first school picture I have of long hair. It actually looks like this because I had a perm. <laughs> and And then it just went on from there. It was like every day, who am I? who am I? Cause this isn't me. This isn't, this isn't who I'm here to be. And then filtering through all those, all those, like you say, light bulb moments of going, Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I don't like that. Why do I do that? Why do I wear that? Why do I go there? Why do I read this? Why do I watch this? Why do I listen to this music? I'm going to say was a pivotal part of my healing journey. Like it was different songs that and I didn't realize it at the time, but now that I'm so much forward in my journey, I, the songs that I listened to took me through hell and back, like hell and back. I don't even know how to explain it, but every part of my body felt it. And and now when I listen back to it, I could, I literally am like, yay, Robin, you went through this, you grew through this because I didn't know at the time that that's what it was happening. That I was healing through this. Right. So just so being a mom young, I had my son at 19 and, and, and trying to figure out how to be a mom. I, you know, I was, yeah. I was going to give him myself and honestly thought that, that was the right thing to do in somebody else's eyes. It wasn't my eyes. I wanted to never would ever give him up. And so standing in that power and saying, no, like he's mine and I'm keeping him. And I may not be able to give him a big house or lots of money, but I can give him all the love I have in my heart. So that even kept me growing and growing and building up confidence in yourself, building up the belief in who I am. I'm a beautiful human being just Mm. as I am. I don't have to pretend to be something I'm not over and over and over again to appease people who give two fucks about me. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that was my journey and it just kept getting better and better and better and better and better. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm. It's so fascinating how we all go through this in a very different and unique way. Right. 
And mm-hmm. for me, it was like identifying that for a very, very, very long time, my physical body, I viewed as my identity. And so I never questioned, and that was just from the upbringing of like, you know, narcissistic parents and stuff, but I never stopped to question, can I be an identity other than Mm. how I'm physically seen? Right. And so that Mm -hmm. was kind of my journey was the battle with my meat suit of why I'd like, I remember so many times looking in the mirror and being like, who I am on the inside is not reflected on the outside. Like what mm-hmm. is wrong with my body? And I would do diet drugs and every diet out there. I became a personal trainer, became a nutritionist. I was like, I have to figure this out. And you know, that there was this like defining moment where I remember like in my second marriage being like, wait a minute, what am I like? How am I still holding on to this? Because it was running in the background, autopilot. I, mm-hmm. you know, have figured everything else out, but I still somewhere subconsciously was holding on to my body's my identity mm-hmm. and couldn't quite figure out how to present it, how to allow it to be, how to allow it to shine. Mm-hmm. And then your journey is the question of who do I want to be? Fuck the body. <laughs> who do yeah. I want to be? So yeah. I think it's so interesting that I guess like what I'm really trying to say is we all have different paths, but in that path, I think we all have a defining moment of, do I love me? Mm -hmm. Do I love me? Do Mm -hmm. I honor me? Do I respect me? Mm -hmm. Do I, what is confidence? Where does confidence come from? Where does power come from? What is Mm -hmm. power? What is femininity Mm because like I am not wearing you'll never see me in a dress like what is femininity what is divine feminine and how does Mm -hmm. all of this come together how do all these puzzle pieces come together to allow me to live my highest timeline Mm. right and absolutely yeah and so it's not this and so one thing I love about you is there's no fucking fluff (laughs) Yeah. You're like, you're no. like no, 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 let me catch you before you fall. Listen up, lady, listen up. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and I know like you've done a TikTok series on let me catch you before you fall. Like, don't do it mm. this way. Don't put yourself. And I mean, man, if we could get a group of like six year olds and just be like, mm. listen up, babies, like, don't hurt yourself by not believing, don't hurt yourself by not having boundaries. Mm-hmm. And this, this literally impacts like self-love, understanding self-love and self-worth. It's not about fucking bubble baths. No. When you truly understand the why and the how, mm-hmm. it changes the reality you reside in. It changes how people respond to you. It changes your financial flow. It changes your ability to receive endlessly, mm-hmm. limitlessly, mm-hmm. which also evolves your spiritual awakening, Right. Mm-hmm. So it's so multifaceted. And I think it's so interesting. I love that, you know, we sort of like dove into that. And we're like, wait a minute, like the path to self-destruction can look like a yeah. million different things, can't it? Oh my gosh, yeah. I, I was going to say that, like, I think I've even growing through that self-love journey, it, it turned into, am I worthy? Am I worthy of happiness? 
Am I worthy of joy? Am I worthy of love? Am I worthy of connection? And I, I've been married to my husband for 20, we just celebrated our 20 year anniversary and it just going back in the first years of our marriage and how I, oh, like I would do everything to just push buttons, push them away push him away. Like, because I'm not worthy of this. I'm not worthy of this is way too good. No, this is too good to be true. Like I got to do something. I'm going to piss him off. I'm going to make him want to move out. I'm going to make him leave me first. I'm going to make him leave me first. Right. Like all those games I played in my head because I didn't love myself. Yeah. And the more I started to love myself and look at myself differently, the more I looked at him differently and everything shifted, everything shifted. It's like your line, your line of don't look for things you don't want to see is like my favorite. It's exactly what I did back then. I didn't have that line, mm-hmm. but it's my favorite line. Like don't look for things you don't want to see. Mm-hmm. Right. Or right. change all your expectations and start appreciating Start appreciating what you're looking at in the mirror, what mm-hmm. we have, because it's amazing. It is right? amazing. Mm. Yeah. 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 Mine was a little bit opposite in I would go hunting. Mm. Like, oh, I oh, would yeah. go through the history on their phone, on the internet. I would go hunting and then I would find what I had to find. And then I would get so scared that I would do dick all about it. And I would bury it within myself and I try to be more loving, more doting, more kind, more patient, the cool girlfriend, the one that was like easy and chill and didn't create drama. <laughs> like yeah. I was oh so dysfunctional. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. 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 And Just- again, like you said, it it looks different in mm-hmm. in everyone's journey, but we're all going through the same thing. We're all going through some form of it. And yeah, the tools that are in your program are so universal. Like it doesn't, like there's such, it's such powerful content, mm. you know, that's applicable to no matter what path you've walked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've taken both of our journeys and both of us being mentors in this world and really put together, put it like really put together every possible tool that we could for that so Mm -hmm. i cannot wait for that to come out again sign up for the newsletter we've got lots of good content in there and we've got lots of beautiful events and things unfolding but please give robin a tremendous amount of love we'd love your feedback so wherever you're finding this if it's on youtube it's on youtube spotify it's across the board and you can find all our socials on diamondno.com but find us on youtube show us some love. Do you have questions about self-love? Robin's going to be a regular on these podcasts. So she's the expert at internal transformation in order to stand in your power, in order to own your worth and your confidence, in order to become completely unbreakable. So Mm. what are the questions? What are the topics you want her to dive into with you? Because she's here for us. She's, She's on the team. She's part of this family. And I'm so grateful and honored that I got this time with you today. I love it. Thank you so much. And yeah, I'm excited to see the questions and yes, let's do this. Let's, let's Let's change the world. We can become unbreakable together. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly Mm -hmm. that. Awesome. Well, thanks for tagging along guys. Again, if you have questions, comments, topics that you'd like covered, feel free to email us at reach out at diamondo.com and we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.